45 minutes ago. I'm on the phone. I'm talking to this guy. And I say, you know, oh, blah, 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 Pete, blah, 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 blah. And he says, who's Pete? I'm like, what's this guy talking about? He knows who Pete is. And I just wait. And he's like, who is Pete? What are you talking about? Who is Pete? And I was like, Pete. And he's like, oh, 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 you mean Peter. And I was like, no, his name is Pete. The name of the podcast is Poe Boys with Pete and Josh. And at that exact moment, 40 minutes ago, I remembered um, Pete has a podcast. I'm on that podcast. It's due today in um, like four hours. And now here we okay. are. Um, I'm really curious off mic to hear who that person is. Um, yes, off I think mic. I, I think highly confidential. Off mic, highly confidential. Um, I have a fair, I have a good guess. You're on wrong it. for sure. And um, what was your guess? Oh, my guess was our money man Cody. No, we don't who... talk on the phone. Is Marshall? Marshall. Yeah. Who is not affiliated with Poboys LLC? No, and never will be. Well, unless that's, he has that's a discri- unless he has worker a, discrimination. Okay, he has so a if he, major if he... major attitude adjustment. Um, I think that's sexist. Yeah, I, I don't think we can discriminate based on attitude. Sexism. Based on attitude. Um. Yeah. Based on attitude, for sure. I think you can discriminate based on attitude. I am not a person that discriminates anything, because. Star Wars, it's for everybody. Poe boys, there hey. is a lifting requirement, which is why I was a little bit late today. I was um, dealing with the ramifications of being able to lift so much. But oh, I can't wait to hear what the truth behind that is, off mic. <clears throat> um, but everybody picks up a pillow through your has back the out. ability to be swole like us and it's not i'm not trying to say you know that somebody that has an illness or they tore their acl like no you shouldn't be working out but there's swole boys which josh and i are i'm pete this is josh but there's also a po boy state of mind where you have large large brain muscles so it's not just lifting the most it's also lifting the mind to care about some facets of Star Wars that most people do not. What are we talking about? Toby. Okay. No, I mean, but you right now. Oh, I was just getting a prescription. Gotcha. Um, big. Um, Turns Pete. out when your heart's out to the wind, um, it can get pneumonia. Heart's to the wind. Yep. Pete. Yes. Pete. Mm-hmm. This is the best show ever. I am pretty... I'm not... I won't say that I'm super excited about this episode, but I. Oh man! <laughs> uh, you're you're Jones for this episode. Oh, I don't. I mean, my lips are sealed. Well, they're gonna be um. And for well, my my lips are sealed for the next two minutes. I was not as excited about talking about Toby because mm-hmm. I feel like if there's if we're going to make a robot name, just make it Pete, right? Like P- P3T3 or something like that. Just make it Ooh, Pete. Boring. Okay. Toby, awful name. 
But I feel bad saying that because Toby is one of my favorite Jedi right now. It certainly envisions. Um, big, big Toby guy. Now, do we have anything in the news or do we just want to get right into this episode? Well, so, I mean, traditionally, the way that the Poe boys and the 2020 boys, which is what you're listening to now presented by uh, Poe boys, you know, usually our MO is we'll record an episode and then an hour later, um, the biggest news in the history of Star Wars will come out. So that's not necessarily the case this time around. But as of this recording, which is a few hours before we um, are going to post this episode, uh, tomorrow is Disney Plus Day. And I, my assumption is at that point that we will get some sorts of announcements about about upcoming Star Wars content, you know, uh, maybe some more info on these, you know, post Return of the Jedi shows that they're trying to weave together and stuff like this. Uh, we already got, I guess they're saying Andor, uh, which is I'm so excited for Andor because we have been talking about Diego Boys for so long. And to finally be able to Mm -hmm. do Diego boys is going to be so exciting. And we are going to have to wait until apparently quarter four of 2022. No. That's what they're saying. Because for that and Miss Marvel, which for a minute, Miss Marvel was going to come out this year. And now they pretty much bumped it like a full calendar year. But I don't know. Disney shuffling all kinds of stuff around. They bumped all their Marvel movies and stuff. Oh, and then also, I don't know if you saw earlier this week, they were saying that the Patty Jenkins... Rogue Squadron movie is in, is delayed indefinitely because um, her her schedule with you know supposedly Wonder Woman three or or assuming assumedly Wonder Woman three or whatever so that that movie may no longer be in twenty twenty three or whatever it was going to be originally. Oh, I thought you were going to say because rollerblading is out of style and she um, has it in her contract that there has to be multiple Star Wars rollerblades. Sure. Sure. You never know. You never know. And well, it sounds like we're going to be waiting an eternal amount of time to get this content. <laughs> yes. And evil does die tonight. I did just see Eternals. I know. I saw and... Letterboxd. And I think you and I, uh, same score. I mean, I scored on Letterboxd. I scored privately. <laughs> <laughs> on my private but board in my closet. I also a gave private it. list. <laughs> in which anything I put my scores for movies that do not get five stars, I do five stars on Letterboxd. Everything else I don't rate. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I man, I don't know. I was like, why are people of all the Marvel movies? Why is this the one that we the culture has just decided? Oh, this one is bad. I guess because it's so I divisive. Haven't, I haven't maybe? seen that. I haven't seen that. I've just really? seen, I've seen really a bad. lack of caring. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody's talking about it mm-hmm. um my ears are my ears are to the streets and people are just catching up getting shang chi um and people are really liking that Such but a good movie. with eternals and i just happened to casually watch it i i, I mm-hmm. didn't plan the movie spoke to me mm-hmm. right place right time i yeah, i yeah. enjoyed it immensely and same the end credit is the thing I want to talk about, well, we but nobody's about seen it, so yeah. I can't talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it. Offline. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. But. Yeah. On King O'Boys. 
on King O'Boy. Um, nope. <laughs> on Padded O'Boys, Oswalt's, Oswalt's what? friends. No, King O. I don't know what that is. It's Camille Nanjiani's character in Eternals. Oh, cool. Oh my gosh. I liked him. He he shined. I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite, and it's really difficult in superhero movies because it's like some of these people are super overpowered. Um, but I really enjoyed the actress who is deaf. Um, I think in real life as well. Mm-hmm. Um, who was basically the Flash version for Marvel? Macari, I think. Macari, yeah. Amazing job with um the animation with that with that character. It wasn't something they forced into it. It's just like that's Macari. That's how she interacts, and mm-hmm. nothing is eliminated from that character whatsoever. I thought all of that was great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I really dug it. I don't know. I mean, it's it's getting kind of panned, but. I'm wondering if it's because it's more divided. Like, I'm wondering because it's. I mean, it's sitting at like a fifty, like aggregate score of like a fifty. Really? But I am really wondering if it's is anyone actually giving that movie a fifty, or is it you're either giving it like an eighty or a thirty? You know, I don't know. Well, it's a lot of exposition too. It's like a lot of setting things up. But is it more than because Marvel movies? I recently rewatched all all of the Marvel movies in a very truncated amount of time. Mm -hmm. And you've talked about on the pod. It it really occurred to me every Marvel movie has like a big exposition dump, usually with some stupid visual aid, and it does tend to be the weak part of most of the movies. And but again, like Eternals exposition dump was like, yeah, this is like. Better than some, worse than others, as far as exposition dumps go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the whole Marvel PowerPoint within the movie. But whatever. We're, we're not on King O'Boys right now. We're on 202 of freaking boys. Maybe you can send us an email, we will, though. I mean, have you even checked our email forever? Let's check our email. You're, like, locked out of the email or whatever excuse mm-hmm. you're using to not check the email. I like uh, how if you type in Star Wars on Google... The third hit is just um, a link to the Force Awakens trailer. And then the fourth um, hit is Poe Boys. Yes, the fourth hit is Poe Boys. As I, um, yes, yes. So, oh, and then we do have some other big news since this is uh, 202 of Boys, which is an affiliate of, of Poe Boys. And Poe Boys is also, of course, um, the umbrella under which Book Boys falls. Book, book, um, book, 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 book. I did, book, of course. Boys? I did, of course, famously recently get a um, a very big Star Wars book. Not to brag, but I do have a. It's a very big, big book. I have a big James Bond book, and this I book also, is actually well, I, even bigger. I I thought I I didn't want to book shame you, but you're gonna see this bad boy when you when you come down. And you're gonna. I mean, if you were an intruder in my home, I'd kill you with that book. I'd drop that book on your head. Uh... You would die. To the normal person, yes. No, I mean, I I drop it from my stairs. It hits you on the head. You you'd be done. It'd be over. But I have done some school exercises recently, so yeah, it good would luck. probably just fall off like Teflon. You know, like water on Teflon would be my guess. We don't have. Well, to do you come on down and we'll give it a go. No, no, no. I, that is assault, and this isn't home. Come on down. We are adults. Um, we'll give it a um, go. You're not Macaulay Culkin. And I'm not coming to I'm not coming to rob you of your big book. But I also feel bad for trying to book shame you over the weekend. 
Um, so I, on the on the pod, I I apologize for that. Well, so we're covering this is um, two o two a boys, um, and this is our sixth episode, which seems crazy. We've got three left after this. Oh, don't tell me that. And this is the episode T zero B one. Sorry, T zero dash B one. It's episode six of Star Wars Visions, and this is produced by Science Saru, the studio Science Saru. I so they've been around since the mid um, 2010s. They, their first work started in 2014. I have not seen any of this. I've not seen any of their movies, any of their um, TV shows. So I came at this from a completely blank slate. And I assume, Josh, that you're an expert. Spot. Yes, thank you. I am. I do have a very big book, so I know a lot about a lot. <laughs> so that big book just has all the information about oh it's got it all toby okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 now josh i would think that you would enjoy this episode interesting because... take why would you think that well you're a big fan of can't wait to hear this one the title them saying the title and the title being about the episode because it is toby so no, see that's like saying I'm a big fan of the name of an episode being said in an episode is like saying I'm a big fan of when it rains I get wet. That's just what happens. It's what's supposed to happen. I just hold it accountable. This is an accountability thing. Okay. You know. Well, the name of the episode is Jenga Jumanji. You better say Jenga Jumanji in the episode. Um, and that is a reference to um, the, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian when they named the Mandalorian um, just one of the worst names. Like, did you not consult with a single PR firm or did you just, you know, take a name out of a hat and then put a J in it? But we're talking we're talking visions. We're talking episode six, Toby, which is basically an episode about a droid that becomes a Jedi and going through that whole process. So this episode, Josh, you might also like it because I think it's the shortest episode of visions. Could have fooled me. Um, it's about 14, maybe 16 minutes. And it has, a, it has a pretty good cast, which I wasn't really familiar with when I listened to this the first time. So there aren't that many actors and there's only four. Right. Um, Toby is played by a child actor who I'm not familiar with any of his work. And then Professor Mitaka turning into Master Mitaka is played by Kyle Chandler, who Boy, is, is he. Oh, so you were you did you connect the voice? I didn't realize that Kyle Chandler was in a Star Wars project. Yeah, I, I know I knew he was in Visions based on the casting announcement before the show came out. So I, I was aware and I knew he was in this one. So I, I knew who he was before I ended up watching the the dub, which I watched before we recorded. Mm-hmm. Interesting choice. Interesting choice. I, I didn't know. And when you if but you had told did me- you know that it definitely wasn't anyone who is even remotely as old as that character? It or did really, it feel no, right it, to you? It felt right to me. Yeah, I, interesting. I, I didn't re- realize it was Kyle Chandler 
And maybe if I hadn't known, because I didn't recognize his voice, I just knew Kyle Chandler voiced that character. And watching it through that lens, I was like, oh, it's Kyle Chandler doing like an old man voice. Yeah, I th- I thought he did. I thought he did a pretty good job. Um, a lot of my complaints about Mitaka would be just you're throwing a ton of stuff out there, and it's like 14 minutes, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, robots are people now. Like, what what was the Clone Wars? Right, like haven't the Jedi annihilated like a trillion droids? So now you're telling me that they have feelings? Well, just this one. Josh, what are you pouring out there? Oh, dog food. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like it sounds like you're pouring yourself. Look, man, no, it's dog food. Daylight savings time is such a pain in the butt if your dog is really used to eating at a one particular time. Um. Anyway. Yeah, let's let's talk broadly about this episode because I think a lot of the stuff I have to say about this episode is more about Visions as a whole and and Star Wars as a whole. I'm going big. I really tried watching this and coming up with something to say, but it's not so much about this episode specifically. So let's let's let you you take the reins and and uh, let's let's discuss. Uh, All right. So what you got. I'm going to talk about how i view star wars fans that don't like visions oh can't wait to hear this i'm just kidding so (laughs) a couple things i liked i was surprised at how much i loved the music score from this episode yeah and they did like a saxophone in there for a minute which is Mm -hmm. like not traditionally star wars but i i agree i did like the score the score was really good i will probably try and add it into like my playlist of different scores i was surprised i didn't remember that what do you call that playlist um well for my oldies um it's oldies but good i have a movie score i have a star wars no that's what i'm saying what's the scores what is the score playlist called oh just score playlist i I don't have enough scores that i can divide it up um it's a lot of tv shows and it's a lot of movies gotcha now, with that being said, so the music I I, th- I thought was really good. Um, I enjoyed the Mitaka character. I don't know why he has no arms, but it was a reasonable take on a Jedi that doesn't have access to prosthetic arms, which doesn't make any sense because he has access to making a robot with a soul but he can't give himself hands maybe he doesn't want them which he certainly could not want them um so who are you who are you to decide what an utterly abled retired jedi wants well um jedi refugee too because he was hiding from the jedi order sorry he was hiding from the sith and this was during the jedi purge could be so this could be somewhat canon um in some instances no inquisitor was that good so uh mitako should have been able to take that guy out relatively easily one would think so it's probably not canon or set in any time that really makes a ton of sense i in my own head canon really enjoyed the idea that the planet was jetta and he was trying to reset Jetta after hmm. it had been destroyed. 
but there's no indication whatsoever with that. You'd obviously find more Kyber crystals. Is it insinuated that Kyber crystal was in him the whole time? Like that's what made him him. Oh. Yes, no. Oh. Huh. Yeah, I mean, that's, that makes sense. Uh, that did not occur is... to me because I did not pay much attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also it's easy to not pay attention because there's like a four minute thing where it's like rock, rock, rock. Is it under this rock? Is it under this rock? And mm-hmm. it's just, you know, playing some nice, you know, elevator music as all of that stuff's going down. It is classic that you know you see these different movies i know that you at one point were talking about in episode eight you didn't like how they depicted finn because it was basically finn's entire it was all finn's fault why the alliance was wiped out because um he provided the information for them to find everybody which is why you know almost everybody got wiped out in episode eight at some, some, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I don't remember this. It's been so long since I thought about episode eight, but bl- blame is a big part of my um, a- episode eight. There is a lot of like, whose fault is this? And yeah, I, man, look, I can't tell you how little I've been thinking about stories lately. I got this big giant book that'll get me back on track, I promise. Um, but there, yeah, there is like a like who who is responsible and what are the consequences for their mistakes, and I think that last jedi does kind of have a disparity in those consequences but again i i'm not i'm not thinking about it clearly enough to to make my argument right now so don't don't quote pete on that mm-hmm. or me on that because i don't remember but there's a similar there's a similar vibe i got that to this where toby basically is the reason mataka gets oh murdered, right mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. he's like oh let me turn on all the stuff and then boom that brings that brings them that brings the inquisitor and then you know, we don't know if he fights or not. I don't think he does because we don't really see a battlefield. We just see like a funeral pyre kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, which presumably the other droids brought in. Um, the only other thing I'll talk about before we can hear your thoughts on visions as a whole. I thought this was one of the better lightsaber fights mm-hmm. and utilized, you know, the the movements are really, really cool. And then there was a very classic, like, kind of Gundam-style Transformers situation where he, like, basically blends with his, like, droid helper equivalent, which is weird because he's also a droid, and then, you know, just powers through it and then slices the Inquisitor down and kills him. That whole scene was really cool. And the, like, getting stuck, his lightsaber getting stuck into his hand and him, you know, still being able to fight. I, I, I enjoyed that immensely. So Josh, those are my kind of, Hey, I mean, I'm just trying to remember last Jedi now. <laughs> I don't remember what you're talking about. I distinctly remember you having a conversation of you not liking Finn's depiction in last Jedi and saying that hmm. basically Finn is the reason DJ knows about the plans. And that's why DJ is able to say, listen, all the rebels are there. Because otherwise, if it wasn't for DJ, the rebels would have been able to escape to that salt planet, Mm. those really dumb speeders. 
but because Finn got, you know, gave DJ that information, they were able to kind of start knocking out almost 95% of the characters that were unnamed in that movie. But yeah. no, I'm not going to quote mm-hmm. you on that. This is right. vaguely what I remember you saying. I Man, remember Last Jedi? God, we talked about that movie so freaking much. Everybody I know I talked about that movie with so much. Just like that whole freaking winter was talking about Last Jedi and figuring out what we thought about Last Jedi. Because now you say that to me now and I'm like, oh, well, that's nonsense. It's all Snap Wexley's fault because that's who they tracked from Starkiller base back to the Resistance base in Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. but interesting um so i'm watching this i already watched the subversion well josh i i hate to interrupt you real quick <laughs> but a little bit of news uh-oh this is like a support your argument snap Wexley series on disney plus no um so you're not a big football guy but recently about like a week or two ago no i guess a week ago now aaron Rodgers got covid and he was saying all these anti-vax things. And, and um, Josh, you live with the person in the medical profession, so I'm sure um, you've already talked about this. But Aaron Rodgers thought that the COVID vaccine would make him infertile, which is why he wasn't taking it. It would affect his fertility ability, um, which is why he didn't do it. But he did a second interview. And the reason I'm bringing this up in a Star Wars podcast was he was wearing an episode nine hoodie. Mm. so it's like what was the statement because he was wearing a like a yoda shirt the first time um and then he was wearing an episode nine hoodie when he was retracting um most of his statements that he made so it's like is well, he... episode nine the great retraction so is it like He's being persecuted like episode nine was being persecuted. Oh Is he? Well, I was just thinking like, listen, episode nine gets enough crap. And now this guy does has it to... <laughs> as a man who owns it on Blu-ray. Does it? <laughs> I think I think a lot of people attack it and I enjoyed it. I know you yeah. you've actually watched it like eight more times than I have. Um, I tried, but I was like, you don't have to do this. Just wear like a normal tee. You don't have to, you don't have to bring. All right. So here's my take on that it. though. Right. Is mm-hmm. Pete, this is something you and probably a lot of our listeners can relate to is like star Wars is like a pretty easy, like identity thing. Like if people know you like star Wars, God forbid, look, God for friggin' bid anyone in your life find out you have a star wars podcast you're just you're gonna be star wars you're gonna be star wars and so any anybody gotta get you a gift for anything or you know star wars is gonna come up right so with that in mind you know someone who like someone very generously gave me a gift that was star wars episode nine shirt oh okay so i have i mean it's just black t-shirts of star wars rise of skywalker as mm-hmm. i mean i don't know it's a super nice gift and i wear that shirt from time to time for sure i mean I'm a t-shirt, man. I got a lot of t-shirts. Let's talk t-shirt. You want a t-shirt podcast? I got like a hundred t-shirts. It's crazy. But you know, that shirt's in my rotation. I don't love that movie. Those are really nice gifts and I appreciate it. And I wear the shirt. So, you know, maybe Aaron Rodgers was making a statement. Maybe it's just a very nice gift. You're just wearing the shirt. Okay. So all that said. Yeah, go ahead. Re-Toby. I'm really trying, you know, last week we did Night Jedi. People really like that episode. I was just kind of whatever. I'm really trying to 
figure out what's the most effective way of talking about this show that I, I'm not passionate about it is. <clears throat> because I just feel like nobody wants to hear somebody complain about how they don't like something or whatever. And I'm watching this episode, Toby, and really trying to think on this. Really, truly. And like, I don't dislike this episode. I don't really dislike... I didn't, I didn't like that second episode. But by, by and large... I don't have any, any issues with visions and I don't have any issues with Toby. I thought the animation was great. The sound was great. Um, you know, Kyle Chandler's performance. I don't know. Just get a guy who is old, but, uh, I think it, it, it is to me. I think I have realized Wiz is, is just too much star Wars. It's just, it's just one star Wars too many for me. And I made me wonder like, if this had come out in the era, the Clone Wars era, where we were just like, oh, we're never going to get, like, Star Wars movies are done. Star Wars is done, so this is Star Wars. And it was more, mm-hmm. like, scarce. And what Star Wars you got, you know, you didn't, you didn't know when you were going to get your next fix. And you had a Google alert for Dave Filoni interview, you know. And I wonder if, if this sort of show would have been better served well, well, I can answer that true. question, Josh, though, because Please. back then you would just go in these rabbit holes of like, you know, trying to find all the content because there's just such a little of it. So I mm-hmm. can guarantee you if this had been, you know, in the late 2000s when, you know, we were watching Clone Wars, I would have 100 percent started consuming Astro Boy comics and anime. Yeah. That's what this that's what this right. character is based oh, yeah. off of. So I'd have been like. I would have been like, oh, I'm really interested in this. And then just to be like, what's the background? Like, why is that movement specifically like that? Is that from Astro Boy? Or is this because he's like kind of like Mega Man a little Mm bit? I would have definitely gone down the rabbit hole with that. Now, I agree. We're so we're so much material out there. If you want to, for sure, you can. But right. And if you want to, this is great. I mean, this is solid material. A lot of work, a lot of talent went into this. All the animators and the sound design and everything is excellent. I mean, yeah, yeah. Do I want like a very cartoony looking boy robot showing up in the next Star Wars movie? No, not really. But you know, it's, it's very well done, um, and there's very, very stylized. And you know, if you're hungry for it, this is great. Like, I imagine this will say you. And I'm finding, I, you know, I, I don't know, maybe it's an age thing. I don't know. Maybe it's recording Star Wars podcast every week. I don't know that I'm not hungry for this right now. Not like, I'd, bring... be, I'd been okay waiting for Book of Boba Fett. And there had been nothing between Mandalorian Season 2 and Book of Boba Fett. Like, I, I, I'm finding that I probably would have been okay with, with that wait as far as new Star Wars stuff but comes. But that's also the nature of this podcast though Mm -hmm. right because for the listener maybe they'll watch this episode after this after this but for most people that was two months ago right that was in that was in almost almost two months ago right so that's true that break that you're talking about for normies you know not for (laughs) us elite star wars fans would be the exact same case and i don't want to bring it back to episode eight because we've been talking about it more than i had thought but i did keep thinking myself during this because there's those dreams of him being a boy 
Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he's like looking at the two sons and stuff like that. And I was thinking, why didn't you just do a movie about Broomstick Kid? Like, like, Man, just, please just don't make, do a movie just, about Broomstick Kid. Just make like, oh, this is Broomstick Kid. And then boom, that's Toby. His name's Broomstick Kid. His name's Toby. And this is what we're getting into. Oof. I would have watched it, but I would have, I would have also watched anything. So. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem, right? And so here, and I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because I am wondering if that is just like me aging and having other stuff going on and, and having things that I'm also a fan, like competing priorities between stuff I'm reading, stuff I'm watching, stuff I'm listening to, yada, yada. And it, like I, it makes me wonder about, like, I think Star Trek fandom might have a little more precedent for it though not i mean i don't know what the history of star wars or star trek shows airing concurrently is right but it is like at at a certain point these franchises really do become a moving train like the Mm -hmm. tickets are sold out if you you're not if you weren't in the train before it left the station you gotta try and run and catch up with it and I, mm-hmm. you know, because like Star Trek in particular, like if you want to get into Star Trek and you want to watch off Star Trek now, that's an undertaking. That's an undertaking. Oh, I mean, I tried to do Next Generation and... Mm-hmm. and which is just one of several, several shows. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Next Generation was like 90, maybe 110 episodes. Yeah, it's like this nine is seasons, also, I think. This is also like hour-long episodes, you know, like 30, 39, 43 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I go through TV faster than a normal person because my eyes are so, so, so swole. But... And because you fast-forward and you get bored. Stop. So, <laughs> fast-forward, fast-forward. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it's true. Like, with a lot of the new content, they reference other things, too. So there's some, certain times they did this, like... um family guy equivalent show called lower decks with star trek i i enjoyed right right no sorry it's the same animation from um rick and morty Mm -hmm. so if you like the animation style of rick and morty they did one with star trek called lower decks and they'll make references and i'm like i know they're those characters names i didn't watch that next generation episode so i don't get upset about that where i'm like oh no i don't know all the context but some people get get really up in arms because they want to know specifically what's happening sure and and the whole like moving train premise that i mentioned i mentioned that because i think as a fan you know you and i did not get on the train before i left the station because it left the station in 1977 but train wasn't moving that fast when we were we were also invited to the premiere and sure we took our bikes there because even back yeah, then, yeah, we knew the risks of climate change. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yep, the, yep. Train was, the train was going very slow. When we were kids, it was three movies. Even through most of our life, it was at most six movies. You know, now it's 11 movies, two seasons of a TV show, it's Visions. And so I do feel like for us, and for I'm sure a lot of fans out there, like being in the know and having seen all of it, so to speak, there's like an increased pressure to keep seeing all of it because i feel like you're acutely aware of other stuff that you aren't in the loop on and it's like oh man the work to get in the loop on something else or to stay in the you know is is, it's so much more than staying in the loop on this like if i stay on the train and i do feel myself like watching visions which again i don't have a problem with the show i think it's just i'm i'm tapped out for now but 
I, I do find myself like wondering if I'm aging into this. Um, I can feel the call to, to like get off the train, right? Like everything they've announced so far for Star Wars, like I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm going to watch all of this. This sounds excellent. Mm-hmm. But watching Visions, I can see in the future them being like, yeah, we are going to do a Broom Boy movie. And me being like, we, and do we, I really need to watch a Broom Boy movie? And I should say too, so Visions... And Broom Boy is just an example. That's Visions not, I mean, does I, run the gambit too of age content. So there's nothing mm-hmm. like mature or anything um, by that. But like this was clearly this meant towards younger. like an eight-year-old, yeah. right? And like the duel, not that an eight-year-old couldn't enjoy it or this is only for adults or something like that, but like... I if somebody if, it, if somebody saw me watching Toby, oh, I'd probably yeah, put like... I'd probably put headphones on. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and and because that's I'm glad you mentioned it because there is like a younger aesthetic to this episode, like a rounder is the only word I can think of, like a brighter, rounder aesthetic that I appreciate because it was done so well. Like it was so clearly a stylistic decision of you know yeah, a little brighter, a little rounder, a little younger perhaps, and they. They nailed that aesthetic and they translated Star Wars visual language into that aesthetic. So, I mean, again, plenty to enjoy here. And it, but it was like, yeah, I don't know. Do I really need to be watching this? I don't know. You know, I believe you. Mad Men is great. Fine. I believe you. I'm not going to watch Mad Men, right? And so this is one Mad Men does actually doesn't hold up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, it is a lot of white guys. It's a lot of white guys. It's a lot of sexism. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... Oh, but it's the Times, Pete. The Times. Yeah. It's... I don't know. Of course, this I... is coming off of... I just watched all of the Bond movies in like three weeks, so... Yeah, but he that, he's British, though, so... Yes, of course. Of course. Well, um, Josh, I'm sorry that you made this comment before we um, have three more episodes to go. Well, I don't know. You know, I just, you know, I think it's worth talking about or worth discussing is, you know, I, you know, like it, it made me think, like, oh, yeah, there is there's probably going to be a day where because it used to here's what it used to be. Right. I used to be in the back of my mind and be like, there will be a last Star Wars thing I see because I will die and capitalism will probably outlive me. Uh, <laughs> now I'm like, oh, like at some point, you know, maybe I'll have a kid or something will be going on in my life. Like a Star Wars thing will come out. Like the first step will be like I won't see it the day it comes out, but like eventually, you know, maybe I mean, that's what happened a... with it. That's what happened with me in Eternals. I watched yeah, there it like, you go. I, you know, no bargain. Week, week and a half after. Yeah, you never know. So it's like at some point there will probably be a Star Wars thing where I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm just not gonna watch this one for whatever reason. You know, mm-hmm. um, not that I'm, you know, again, not that this was bad. I'm not saying this because it was bad. I'm saying this because I watched it and I was like. I you know I didn't I didn't need to watch this. Well, interesting enough, I so I was going through the next three episodes, and this studio, Science Saru, did the last one we're going to talk about, Akiri, which is interesting, significantly more adult and in a much different yeah. art style for sure. But still, like a like a very decisive art style, like both Toby and that episode, that last episode. They're like very committed to a very different style or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's surprising. It's surprising me that I'm reading that's produced by Science Saru, but 
there's at least of the next three that we're covering the next week's episode i am looking forward to um re-watching which we're going to be covering the elder which was one of the things i was most excited about from seeing the trailer for visions right yeah i'm 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 excited to to watch the uh, the English dub of of the next two episodes because um, mm, I you know sure. there were two of the ones I liked more so I'll be curious what the who they get for the cool so email what us. do you think about visions yeah freaking email us are you crazy email about us. visions do you love visions are you weird about visions what are you thinking about visions let us know what you think about visions because I'm not on our Twitter I don't know. So email us, poboyspodcast at gmail.com. We're on social media. You can find us if you really want to. And we'll see you next week. Episode 7, The Elder. If I remember, I have a podcast.